following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Freaky Fun Friday, let's go. Hanging with the boys, Nate Newton, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, Cowboys. Let's go. Pharmacy is coming to town Sunday, fellas. The Giants are going <laughs> to cure all, fix all. Nate has me convinced after a week of talk that the Cowboys are going to dominate on Sunday. I'm probably going to pick them by at least two touchdowns when we get around to our picks today. <laughs> we have a lot of things to get into. Jesse, you looking hey. good. You look relaxed you. today, man. You must not be in the yeah. office. Oh, I'm, I am, but I'm not. We had, to, we had to move out of the office today because there was a bad smell going in, so I'm in another part of the building, but not okay. in my office. But no okay. productivity today, though. Okay, Kurt, what, I mean, Nate, what you got on your shirt there? Is that... Is that a uh, just Dion, man? That a Dion Sanders shirt? Oh, yeah, I like it. Time, Prime shirt time. Ten years, ten, twelve years ago, we did a camp with Dion. He's like, he hey, sent I'm you great man. Let's rock I and like roll. It. She sent you a Jackson State shirt yet? Uh, no, no, no. You know, I, I'm gonna go down there and help him. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Stuff because I'm uh, from Florida, and I don't want to cross up like that. Uh, is there a possibility? <laughs> is there a possibility that we could see? Coach Newton in the next two or three years? No, sir. I, 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 oh. I'm not messing with. I'm not messing with guys, man. I mean, that's 80, 80 100 hours, and you still may lose. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, would you ever? Would you ever? Would you ever go the coaching route? Never. For too the much exact work. same reason they just said, yeah. way too much work. You ain't gonna Land make enough money to go eighty, a hundred hours a, a week, and, and, and then a dude still may be locked up or, or do something wrong. Or, uh-uh, no, sir, I ain't gonna do me. Not over I, again. Not me. I am. I am so glad that's the career path I wanted to go into. Was I wanted to be a, a, a high school and then work my way into college and then maybe the pros and be a coach. And man, after getting into this business and seeing what those guys do and like literally having no life yeah, for like eight, nah. eight, nine months out of the year, I'm so glad that I didn't go that route, man. This that 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 is such a grind. By the way, shout out to Wingstop for I, I got my poster. I finally got it hung on the wall. It was going to be all behind me for every show. And the thing fell off the wall right before we went on the air, so I got to figure. Out, <laughs> I, I got to figure. Out, this is a heavy duty poster, man. This is like yeah. a, yeah, it's a, a it's legit a good poster, man. Man, so I'm gonna have to figure out how to get this thing. I'm gonna have to staple it or glue gun it or something on the wall. But shout out to Wingstop for for doing me right. So, fellas, Kurt, I'm glad to see you change your pullover today. You're looking good. Finally, Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that. Breaking news came out right before the show started. Uh, Tyron Smith, done done for the season. Is that what the word was, Kurt? Yeah, surgery. Having surgery now. Dunsky. He's done. Man, what do, what do you guys? What you, I mean, Lyle first. Now, Tyron. You know, Travis Frederick gone. I mean, this offensive line does not look anything like it did uh, a year ago. So, what's 
Is this really bad? What, do you, what are your th- what are your thoughts? Not the offensive lineman go. For me, it's not. It's all it's all about you know offensive line coach now. I, I'm serious. It's all about you I've not, you know I, I remember when I when Coach uh, Johnson first came to the, to us, and Tony Wise was the offensive line coach, and I remember it was either Tim Callishaw or somebody writing. But Mark Tourney and such and such on this offensive line, they would never go anywhere. And we never changed offensive linemen. All we all added over the years was Eric Williams to right tackle. And then four or five years later, we added uh, Larry Allen. And our offensive line went to three Super Bowls. So now it's all about, it's Coach Philbin, the guy we think he is. Can he develop guys? Maybe this year he may not look good. But going into the future, can he develop guys? Develop guys? So, uh, offensive line should not be an issue here. Now, I understand that y'all are going to make it an issue before this show. <laughs> it should not be. <laughs> Jesse, what do you think? That I think if there's going to be an issue, it's going to be a talent. And, and maybe from the naked eye, when you've had a Tyron Smith, a Travis Frederick, uh, Zach Martin, uh, Lyle Collins, when you've seen what it looks like to have a dominant offensive line, and I've always called us spoiled in the sense because we've had three or four Pro Bowlers, three All-Pros across that offensive line for so many years, it's always tough to be the man after the man or men. And anybody that comes in that doesn't give you a dominant offensive line I think Tyron's a talented dude. Travis was a super talented dude. Zach is a talented dude. There is a level of talent that has to come into play. You have to find talented guys who can come in here and play. And then you're able to coach the talent. Um, but, but you know, with, with offensive line, if you, if you want the dominant offensive line, if you want a dominant offensive line, it takes a level of talent to have that. You guys in the 90s had, you guys were talented. You guys weren't just no... You weren't no sloppy, sloppy Joes. You guys were talented dudes. But what, but what I'm saying is simply this right here. If your coaches are what you, – you, you had Don – you had Coach Shula's son come in here with his offensive line and the way they done things, and it did not fit. Norv Turner came in along with Tony Wise, and they made it fit, and they molded. And, and we went forward. Coaching is so key on this level. At every position. And I'll give you I'll give you an example. Bill Callahan has worked with bad offensive linemen and made them good. He's worked with great offensive linemen and it made them better. Coaching is everything. Scheme is everything. Being aware of what's happening is everything. And you can't tell me that all 32 teams have four all pros on the offensive lineman. It ain't, it ain't happening. So talent is everything. But can you see this talent and mold this talent into what you need it to be to help you win games? You're not going to be dominant at every position. You're when, not. When McCarthy was in Green Bay, I mean, he had some banged up offensive lines with a really good quarterback. All the and- time. Yeah, I mean, I think when they won the Super Bowl, they had several injuries on their offensive line. Was that a product, though, of their coaching, or did they just they had Aaron Rodgers and he he cured all ills? Say it again. 
one more. So time. is this well? Okay, That's it's just what gonna... I'm trying to tell you. One of those sacks that one of those sacks that gave up early in the game on Tyrone on, on, on Terrence Steele. Dak saw this guy coming right at. Him. Once he rolled out, he could have got rid of the ball, but he held it. So is this going to put more pressure you, on Dak? It's going to put more pressure on the offensive coordinator. It's going to put more pressure on Dak. It's going to put more pressure on everybody. But this is the nature of the beast. Do, yep. we, do, do we just blame the season on because we don't have offensive linemen? Do we just yeah. blame the season because we don't have a defense? We just tell the fans, hey, fellas, we all beat up. Right. Okay, that's the end think, of the season. You think Dak can do that? do that? Can Dak carry, can Dak carry this team like that? Okay, he's throwing 85 times a game. What is he doing if he won't, don't want to? I'm being honest, fellas. Yeah. I'm being, we, we asking questions that are obviously put before us before we ask the question. Yeah. You asked, Dak, can Dak carry the team 57 times? He's throwing the ball average of over 50 times a game, whether he, he wants to so. or not. Yeah. 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 So would you, you, would you move guys around? Would you move Martin to – to tackle, no. would you no? You just no. replace the tackles and and go. I just replace the tackles and go. You have to have a strength somewhere on your team, and if that strength is on the end of your line on the right side, you show nothing trouble. You got to <laughs> have the middle of your offensive line strong. So if your left tackle is playing okay, which will be Brandon Knight. And your right, right tackle can be Jordan Mills. It could be Cameron. It could be this new Greg Sennett. It could be anybody. But you can now put a tight end over there. You can now let the running back bump him. There's so many things you can do at one spot. But if you weak in the middle of your offensive line, how in the world, do, where do you turn? How do you do? Now you set five guys on the island, and everything you're doing is a three-step drop. That was going to be one of my questions for you. Is it, it's better to have your best player inside than outside? Well, in this case, I'm looking for the strength. You get your best five offensive line, but where is your strength? If we have any semblance of strength, it's in the middle of your line with the rookie, the left guard, and the, and, and the right guard. Dak has to be able to step up and be aware of where he's at. And that and – that, that is where in the middle of the line. But if you have five guys that are individuals because you've moved your best player to the end of the right side of the line, now from the right guard over is not is not no symbols of solid. What do you do? How do you scheme up protections? You can't. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, oh, man. Kurt sent me a note said that one Giants blogger said the Giants have the talent to operate at an adequate level and Dallas will give them an opportunity to finally break free from their schematic chains. Uh, it sounds like that they think that the, Cow that the Cowboys pharmacy is in town and, and that they can fix what the Giants are being ailed by. Talk, talk to me, Nate. Do the Giants have any chance at all to win this game? They, they have a chance because when you look at their defense, they play hard, they play fast, and as the games go on, they get better defensively. They play their gaps. They got a, deep, a nice defensive back back there in Bradbury. They, they, they play as a unit. And as, as you play, you know, see, a lot of people don't understand. Uh, they, got a, they got a kid, number 51, uh, Kyler, and, and I don't want to mess up his last name. It's K-A-F's something 
R-E-L-L. This kid is nice. In 2018, he had 10 sacks. And so he's here. He's got two sacks. Uh, uh, Leonard Williams got two sacks. They got 10 all together. Uh, they got a great, great, a great uh, tackling linebacker. Uh, I can't think of this kid's name, but Martinez. Yeah, they got a, he. He's a tackling machine. He's got 5.5 hits for losses. One thing you can see him trying to get there. And you know, Jesse got me good yesterday. When, you know, when I said if our offensive team, if our special teams can play. <laughs> Play good, it don't hurt us. If our defense could just rally to be average, then our offense should kill them. But that was with Tyron Crawford. You know, now our offense has to readjust just a little bit, and our quarterback has to realize that he truly has to get the ball out of his hand. He can't sit back there. And tr- I, we, have, we have skilled position players that should be able to make a few people miss. And if you watch the Bears last night, if you watch the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks last night, they, 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 the quarterbacks was getting up balls out of their hands. And when they wasn't, Cleo Macklin was punishing this quarterback, the great Tom Brady, who forgot it was fourth down and, oh my and threw the ball deep. <laughs> but anyway, oh my goodness. I, I, I'm just saying, it happens to the best of us. When the pressure get on and everything is truly on your shoulders, like it is on Dak. Dak is asked to be perfect and to run a perfect offense. You know, uh, is that fair? Who cares what's fair? <laughs> Win the game. Jesse, Win the game, there, brother. It's on you, think, you, Dak. You think the Giants have any chance at winning this game? Yeah. If, if, if the Cowboys continue to turn the ball over at the rate that they've turned the ball over this season – Yes, because turnovers will always give teams short fields. It takes away a possession for you. And, you know, historically, the turnover margin is, you know, if you get one turnover, two turnovers, you know, your likelihood of losing the game, it it grows exponentially. Uh, And so if the Cowboys come out and turn the ball over, the Cowboys have to beat themselves in order to lose this game, which we've seen this season. They are more than willing to beat themselves. The Cowboys are are gracious. They are gracious enough in beating themselves for other football teams. You know, having back-to-back turnovers, having three or four turnovers in a game, not being able to, you know, to split fields and all that kind of stuff. So th- that's the only, I don't think the Giants have enough to come out and impose their will on the Cowboys enough for a victory. But if the Cowboys come out and play down to their competition and continue the trend of turning the ball over, penalties, undisciplined, uh, all that kind of stuff, not hustling, they can beat themselves and they can give Giants, they can give a giant team confidence that they should have no business having, especially on the road. Uh, you know, when you when, when a giant team like that comes to your to your hometown that's ailing. You're supposed to put them out of their misery. Like this is this is you're not supposed to let them hang around and gain confidence. Come out right from and put one right between their eyes and, and, and eliminate them from the start and don't give this team any opportunity to gain confidence. Because if you do, right. if you do, then that can that can both that, that that can that can not be easy. That, that can go bad for you real quick. What are you laughing about, Nate? 
Hey, because it's like when you get in the desert and you get halfway there, you start seeing oasis. You keep walking towards it, and the closer you get, you find out there ain't no water there, and you give up hope. And that's what we should do to the Giants. This be an oasis that you can never reach, baby. <laughs> uh, all right, fellas, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll get into some more Cowboys-Giants, and we might play nice, not nice, after this break on Hang well, Out with the Boys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. OtterBox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And OtterBox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigeen Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigeen Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigeen Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigeen Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets. Plus, tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek. Let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to SWBC Mortgage Living Room in Frisco, Texas. Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly. We are Hanging with the Boys. And I don't have a new live read for Tommy John, so I'm just going to make something up. They got some underwear. They got some loungewear now. You need to go check it out because if it's as comfortable as their underwear, then you need to check it out. We hopefully all their dry fit shirts. They got. I got that shirt last year because you know my draw underwear situation. You know that's not quite. That's for another show. True. But anyway, True. yeah, that shirt <laughs> you like, fits great. You like to, I love that shirt. You like to remind us of your underwear situation as often as possible. But surprisingly, that's the first time this year. So uh, shop <laughs> loungewear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 15% off your first order. tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. Jesse, are you sure you're okay? Because it doesn't look like you're in a different part of the building. It looks like they locked you in a broom closet. Like, no. you okay? <laughs> Anything you need to tell us? Just shout out and we'll come get you, bro. Are you not seeing me blinking? I'm, someone's kidnapped me. No. Yeah. no I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh-huh. What, was 
What was the message for uh, for tie dye Freaky Friday today? What was your message to the people? So it's not a message. I do a song every Friday, and so okay. I, I do a song, and it's just a positive vibe. It's an upbeat song. You dance, you know, and it's just you know, love yourself, have joy, find joy, keep joy. Don't let nobody ever steal your joy, man. And and, and just dance. Like music and sports are the two things in this world that bring people from any John, any, any genre, any race, any culture, any <clears throat> music and sports bring those people together. So when you want to have a when you want to have a, a come to Jesus moment, just play some music, man. And you'll see people from all walks of life just dance and join in with you. So you say a music will make you forget about getting left on the porch. Yes. <laughs> if you play the right song, I'm a, if you play the right song, I'm going to dance on the porch. <laughs> and you have, a, you have a question you want to pose to the rest of the group as well, too. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So what I, you got? I, let me, so I was thinking about this in the mornings, right, before I start my day. I like to sit on the, the porcelain throne and gather some thoughts. So I was sitting on the porcelain throne this morning, and I was gathering these thoughts. And now that I hear about Tyron being out, the offensive line is not what it once was. Uh, your defense is bad. Your, you know, Sean Lee's probably going to retire. Tyron's probably done. Leighton Vanderess' career is probably finished. If the Cowboys be, begin to go through a period of rebuilding, mm. Dak Prescott is a guy who's still in his prime. Really hasn't even really entered his true prime just yet. Is this a situation where next year he just says, hey, trade me or franchise tag me, but I'm not doing a deal with y'all because I'm not going to be here through this rebuild. I'd rather take my talents and go somewhere else where I'll have a chance to compete at a high level. Like, is, is that a thought process that goes through Dak and his management and his, and his, his, you know, his, his people? Because this team is getting ready to go through some sort of rebuild. It, it just it just is. You, you have some places where, you know, you're bright, you know, wide receiver looks great. Um, I mean, Dax, uh, Zeke's numbers have dwindled and declined every single year he's been in the league. That defense needs an overhaul. Um, you know, guys like Don Terry Poe and Everson Griffin probably won't be here next year. Tyrone Crawford probably won't be here next year. Uh, again, all the linebackers, those guys will. Though if Jalen stays, he's not that good. If Sean Lee retires, he should. Leighton Van Der Esch, we don't know what that that next situation is. Uh, it, so all these changes, and you don't have enough draft picks in a year to kind of get back right. There there has to be some sort of rebuilding that happened with this Cowboys team. Do you see where Nate Nate walked off the set? I guess I was too, <laughs> I was too, too deep, too real. Oh. I guess I was. Is that is that question that crazy to make Nate walk off the set? <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's pretty ending. depressing. Uh, pretty depressing the way well, you laid it all well, out Dak, there, man. At, oh. I, I, I'm just are saying. You through, well, are you through, Jason? Are you through? Yes, I thought it was. Did I, did I make you walk off the set? Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, through. Yeah, bro. I'm through. All, all, all what you doing, bro? Don't do that. Don't. I'm asking a question. I'm asking a don't. question. <laughs> I, I, you know what, you two guys, and I, I, I'd like for you to Nate. I'd like for <laughs> no, you, sir. Nate, to be the first to answer. I'm this not question. answering. I did not hear what you were saying. 
I did not hear what you were saying. <laughs> I did not hear what you were saying. Kurt, Kurt answer, answer whatever he said. <laughs> I'm not as, as, I guess I'm not as uh, uh, down on this situation as, as maybe, although the way you laid it out now, I'm starting to get a little depressed about it all. But um, I don't know. I think, I think Dak likes it here. I think they're going to eventually pay him the money he deserves, so I don't see him going anywhere. Yes, they do have some real rebuilding to do, especially on the defense, but, you know, I'm I'm not totally giving up on this season yet. Maybe I'm being too much of a homer and a fan, but I'm I'm not giving up on this season yet. Not not with these not until we see what happens these next four games. Jesse, let me Shannon? let me let me phrase it another way. Let me kind of throw it back on you as a player and and maybe Nate too. When how important is it like is there something to be said when you're brought up in an organization like the Cowboys I you know they drafted you they gave you a chance you moved into a starting role they went with you as a player obviously you want to get paid right because you don't know when your last snap will be so you always want to get your money as a player if you have how much does lo- does loyalty you're, you're with your guys your guys that obviously when you come in the league you want to do it with your guys you don't want to go somewhere else and do it with a bunch of guys you didn't build something with how much does that play into making a decision on staying on a team or, or going somewhere else? Is there is there a debate about, an internal debate, I guess, on doing it with the guys that you want to do it with as opposed to going somewhere else and just doing it with guys that you don't know? I would say, I would say that there is something to wanting to do it with your guys. But also, this is a this is a quarterback who won the contract years ago, and the Cowboys did not give him what he wanted. They did not budge. They did not see the value in him as he saw in himself. So that's something I think about as well. I'm thinking about: Do they even value me here? Do they do they think I'm worth what I'm actually worth? You know, am I supposed to stay around as they as they rebuild? Because when I wanted to be here, and I asked them for certain things, they didn't. They they weren't so they weren't so friendly and, and, and quick to give me what I asked for. So where is the loyalty? Is the loyalty to myself? Is the loyalty to my guys? Is the loyalty to my team? At the end of the day, I think Dak is a very confident young man, and his team is uh, a very confident team. Uh, but. I, I, I think about those things. I, you know, yeah, it's it's great to be around my guys. And do he still, you know, love his guys? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you look around the league, and there's a lot of teams who will be looking for a quarterback in the next two, in the next season or two. I mean, that have really good rosters. That have really good rosters and really good coaches. Not not some makeup coaches. Again, Drew Brees will be leaving New Orleans very soon. Dax, a Louisiana kid. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it would be nice to go back home and play in front of my home fans, right? Bruce Arians will be looking for a quarterback. He has some weapons down there in Tampa Bay. Maybe. Ben Roethlisberger will be gone. Mike Tomlin, he always builds a pretty good roster. I mean, there are teams. Cam Newton, I don't know how many days Cam Newton has left in his tank, or even will, will he be here past this year in New England? There are a bunch of teams in this league who are competitive we have 11 games with good left, coaches. Jesse. Okay. I we just have, asked we have eleven. We have 11 games left, Jesse. 12, right? Let's, yeah, uh-huh. let's see. Let's see how this play out, man. I mean, uh, I just oh, asked man, a question. Stay, 
I just no, asked I hope, a question. I, I, I just hope I had you get thought, constipated I had and stay off the throne <laughs> the porcelain throne. I hope your mom sees you. All right. See, because what what I'm trying to say here, man, is all wow. Wow, Jess, I mean we stay off of that thing, all right? All right. <laughs> wow. We're four this weeks in the season, and, and Jesse has blown the team up, and we're rebuilding. And, and <laughs> go find you another team to cheer for this year. The season is. Wow. I'm just saying. My I'm, goodness, I'm just, I'm so much for question. Positive Friday, I'm, Jesse. I'm asking the is a thought that I had in my head. I want to get yeah, you, you did have it. it. Yes, you did. I hope it passed. Wrap right with that rest of that stuff. Right up to the throne, Foster. All right. <laughs> no, Jesse, I think Woo. it's. A, I think it's a good question. I don't think you to know, act I'm, six I'm kinda, weeks from now. Like yeah, I kind of. I'm kind of with Kurt. Like I, I don't think they're in rebuild mode yet, and, and I'm kind of with Jesse. I mean, with Nate too. Let's let me give it a few more, at least four or five more weeks before I, I throw in the towel and be like, hey, let's. But I mean, I, you know what? I I think I don't think it's a a not a legitimate question once. You know, if you do, if it's you can timing, determine, <laughs> right, right. If you can determine that, hey, that's what this team is doing. Like, I think there's still too many unanswered questions to determine if that's you know what they are doing or what they need to do. But I, you know, at some point, you know, let's wait till about three weeks left in the season. Hell, who knows, man? With this division and the way football is going right now, they may be right in the middle of the you know the playoff race. They might turn this thing around. Fingers crossed. And I don't, I don't get to go to Mexico, so. We'll see. But I, I don't think you're crazy, Jesse. No, not at all. No, no it's a good question. It's just, oh, Jess, where can you Woo! Let's take our next break. Maybe we can uh, keep Nate from walking off the set this next break. Let's play a little nice, not nice. I ain't using the restroom for a couple of days, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We'll be back for the last segment of Hanging with the Boys soon. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for Tailgating with the Otterbox Boys. Otterbox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. Otterbox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their Elevation Tumblers? And Otterbox Elevation Tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigene Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets. Plus, tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek. Let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? 
Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. We are back, SWBC Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. We still have Nate on set for this last segment. We'll see if we can run him out of here. <laughs> so far. Still, still trying to get Jesse out of the closet. I'm Shannon Gross. Kurt Daniels, Nate whoa, Newton, Jesse whoa, Holly. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Let's reframe. <laughs> yeah, that's a question. I am not coming out of the closet. Don't have to worry about that. I'm not in no closet. I ain't coming out of no closet. We ain't going to play them games. We ain't trying nobody. to get him off the porcelain throne is what he yeah. meant to say. We got get it. me hey, off we, the porcelain throne. We, get me off the porch. But we ain't going to play no closet games because somebody going to cut the audio up and send it to me later on <laughs> and say Holly is coming out of the closet, breaking news. We're not doing that. <laughs> All right. We got him off the porch. We got him on the toilet. We finally <laughs> talked him off the toilet. We'll just leave it at that. How about that? All right. Yes, sir. Way to go, Shadow. Help, help, you, help you fellas Cowboy Nation fans in their fight against cancer by purchasing Dallas Cowboys Crucial Catch Gear. Support a great cause and look good doing it. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or shop.dallascowboys.com. I reached out to our merch folks to see if we can get some of those cool tie-dye hats. I will let you guys know as soon as I hear back. So I'm working on that. We'll see what happens. All right, fellas. Do they, do they, when you text them or call them, they look at your number and be like this. Do they look at the phone and be like, <laughs> they go Shannon begging again. Them not folks, again. That, that look, this, not again. Yeah. Here they come begging again. I, I, I usually send it through email. That way they, that way they, they just don't <laughs> want to respond. They don't feel guilty. So, um, yeah, they, they probably overlook my emails quite a bit. But sometimes there's hey, something really work-related that's important <laughs> that they need to check it. So they probably do check it, and they just take it case by case. So. As long as they know, we are true to who we are. We are some begging folks on this show, and we want free stuff as much <laughs> as we possibly can. We ain't hiding Dude, that. We, we are who we are. We, we will take yeah. anything for free. Yeah. Like, I am not <laughs> We ain't making a bunch of money over here. We ain't here. as bad as Rowdy now. Stuff. We ain't going to do anything for money. <laughs> <laughs> Most anything, almost anything. Yeah. Do some strange things for some change, man. I'm telling not, you. Not nice, not nice, Shannon. What you think? Nice, not nice. Uh, Grace, uh, what you think, Shannon? Let's get into that. Let's do it for the next <laughs> ten minutes. All right. I'm gonna throw out some things. This is a little segment we do once a week on Fridays. We throw out a player. You know what? I'll mix it up a little bit. We'll throw out a player or a scenario. And you guys say whether you think it's nice, not nice, or if you need a little grace to determine what's going to happen. So let's go with one sentence you know statements. What? One sentence statements. One sentence. One sentence statements. All right. Let's go yeah. with okay before because I'm interested to see how this changes next next week after after Sunday. Before all these injuries came through on the offensive line. How would you say, what would you say about this offensive line so far this year, their performance? Nice, not nice, or need a little bit more grace? Nate, you go first. Nice. I think Coach Fieldman has done a great job. Okay, Jesse? 
I'm going to go with Grace. They haven't been bad, but they have not been what we've thought they would be. And this is prior to the injuries all happening. So I'm, I'm going to go a little bit of Grace. Kurt? Uh, I'm going nice, too. I mean, as hard as it may be to believe, uh, Football Outsider still has them ranked as a top 10 offensive line with all the injuries. I think they're doing okay. Okay. Here's one I'm really interested to see what you guys think because I think he's – this guy has shown a lot of potential – I think our fans are really excited about him, but he's also shown um, he's also shown some you know some real concerns too. Trayvon Diggs, what do you think about his performance so far? Nice, not nice, or need a little bit more grace? Jesse, grace, grace for me, and pray to God front seven play harder. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go grace as well, but I'm trending towards not nice. He gets beat a lot. I'm 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 okay. I'm being nice. I'm being nice by giving grace, but I'm trending towards not nice. All right. So, so before I go, before, right, I'm going to go back to you in a second, Jesse. I'm, I'm going to follow up question. Kurt, what do you think so far? Great. Uh, grace, you know, I'll double on what Jesse said there. Okay. Jesse, back to you on that, on that topic. He's getting beat a lot. Is that something that you should expect from a rookie corner? that it, these are just growing pains or should he be or the way the way that he's getting beat or there or should we be concerned with with that well anytime a, a db is getting beat like badly you should be concerned with that i don't care whether he's a rookie or fifth year or 10 year guy um but you want to see it incremental incrementally slow down as the year begins to progress because he starts seeing it more he's just being overly aggressive and that could sometimes be a bad trait for a db and we've seen those dbs in this league who have just been always super aggressive and they get beat in the worst times um and yeah they'll get a pick six here and there or they'll break up on a play but you, you want to have a balanced defensive back. You want to have somebody who knows what they're doing, knows when to be aggressive, knows how to play coverage, and knows how to defend all types of receivers in the league. And it would help our defensive line would get pressure. Thank you. Yeah. Nate, said, this uh, for you. But he was, we'll, start, we'll start. What did you say, Kurt? Well, I was just going to ask. I mean, he, he is a second-round pick. I mean, he's, he's not a top-five rookie cornerback coming you know he wasn't drafted top five like ward with uh side who was was with cleveland i mean he was a pro bowler his first year first year but he was a high pick Diggs is a second round pick are we it don't matter that's no? defense brother you ain't, we ain't talking about an offensive player we talking about a defensive player that that and i hate to say this that should be given maximum effort <laughs> okay. defensive reactive the most defenses are reactive and that means you have to hustle I mean, you have to be smart and cut down your chances of failure. Nate, this one's for you. We'll start with you. <clears throat> Offen- offensive play calling so far this season. Nice, not nice. Need a little grace. I want Coach McCarthy to be the offensive play caller. Okay. That's not an answer. Mm-hmm. Not the answer to the question. It's not, it's not the presidential or vice presidential debate. You not don't get a nice. chance to not answer the question. Not nice. And I'm not not really nice. <laughs> not nice. There you go, Jesse. Hold, nice. Jesse, hold, nice. hold, hold your teammates accountable. Thank you. No, go ahead. Not Jesse. nice. Not nice. Not nice. What do you say, Jesse? Not nice. Not nice. Not okay. nice. <laughs> not nice. Need to reset. Reset Nate there. <laughs> I'm going to go with Grace. I'm, I'm going to go with Grace. Um, I, I, I've liked the aggressive nature 
that they've been uh, that they've been exhibiting. Um, the numbers show that they've been playing well, but again, 48% of their um, their yards have been accumulated after they've been down by double-digit scores. So, um, and that's why I'm gonna go with a little bit of grace because it's hard to it's hard to know is that real offense or is that catch up. So, yeah, grace. Kurt, I'll take the nice angle. Um, I think that. I mean, they're obviously putting up yards. They're putting up points. A lot of that is when they've been trailing. But you look at the offense's issues. The biggest issue right now has been the turnovers, and that's not a coaching problem. That's a that's a player problem. So I, you know, I think the stats say that he's. They're calling a good game. They're putting the, nice. they're putting up the points. Not nice. Not nice. Nice. <laughs> not nice. 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 You got all across the board. You got a not nice, a grace, and a, and a nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, next one. This guy. We. Uh, I don't know what to think about this one. I think his performance on the field has been great. I just, I don't know if he's been involved in the offense enough. Michael Gallup, Jesse, you go first. Nice. Nice. Every time you call on Michael Gallup, he's there. He's nice to me. He, he, is, he, is, he is being what he's supposed to be as a number two receiver. Nice. Man, he's the man. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Yes, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Get more involved, if anything. All right. Let's go with um, in-game adjustments so far from a from a coaching standpoint. We've, we've seen them shift around the offensive line in some situations. Uh, we've seen them, you know, do various things. What do you think about in-game adjustments so far this year? Nate. Is that specific offense, defense, or just overall? Just overall, I think. Not nice. Okay. Is there is there is there any aspect where you think it is nice? Uh, our, our offense, offensive line. I think with all the mix-ups and lack of players, for them holding together the way they are, I think mm -hmm. that's nice. Okay, Kurt. Uh, yeah, I'd go not nice as well. Just. Basically, the defense. Some of those matchups on defense, and you know, we saw what's his Worley trying to go one on one on Beckham the other day. He had Steele, <laughs> Steele left out there on his own. I mean, I, I just think that there's been some. Maybe they've adjusted as they went along. I, no, not nice. So. <laughs> Kurt, <laughs> Kurt just just reinforced his opinion by, by talking himself and reassuring, like, yes, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right with that. <laughs> Yeah, clean sweep, not nice. And not a nice. heavy part of it is because of the defense. This is an interesting one because if you if you take out the turnovers, I, I'm not sure how I feel about this one either. Obviously, with the turnovers, I think everybody's going to say not nice. But let's just, let's take out the fumbles for this one. Ezekiel Elliott so far. Let's just say he hadn't had the fumble problem. Would you <clears> rate <throat> his performance nice, not nice, or a little more grace? Nate. I, I, I can't. I cannot take out what is there, Shannon. That is not nice. Okay. Zeke is hurting us. That is not nice. He fumbled. He fumbled. He fumbled. That is not nice. You cannot take it out. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Jesse? Um, I mean, his numbers so far in four games, he has 70 carries for <clears throat> 273 yards. He only has 3.9 yards a carry. Uh, I think the one long he, – he was – the Cowboys were the last football team in the league to have a 15-plus yard run the heading last. into week three. 
And then when we finally got it, he fumbled it. So <laughs> I'm going to say not nice. Kurt? Yeah, not nice as well. His numbers are down pretty much across the board. He has many fumbles as he does rushing touchdowns. That's not nice. All right, and the last one for the day. We'll go out on this note on a Friday. Mama Gross ha- is nice. Nice. Hey, we're going to get her back involved in this show. Maybe that's what's wrong with the Cowboys. She's, she moved here. She's right down the street. I'm going to get her to do some cameos possibly on Friday. So maybe that's what's wrong with the Cowboys. We hadn't had Mama Gross on the show. But we have had a new addition to the show this season. And he's, I think he has done a very nice job. What are your guys' thoughts on the addition of Chris Beam as the producer of this show and doing all this remotely for the last, what, five, four, three, four months that we've been doing this from home? Kurt, Chris Beam's performance on the show so far this year. No question, nice. I mean, he's out of this world. (laughs) All the, the, like Jesse said, we could run a whole show just on what happens before the show. And somehow, (laughs) somehow Chris always gets us on the air. Jesse. Absolutely nice. I mean, between dealing with Nate not turning his camera on and being upside down or <laughs> Kurt having 14 cell phones that can't log in and, and you going in and out some days, man, and me always being on time and ready to oh go. My God. I mean, Chris, I mean, Chris, nice, nice. Nate, Chris I'm Bean's get, performance. I'm, I'm giving him grace because I'm tired of him eating lunch while we're doing this show in the first 10 seconds always vibrating, okay? I'm giving him grace, a chance to re- reset himself. Oh, great fellas. Gross. Oh, Chris, fellas. I mean, Chris Bean. Let's go around the horn real quick before we get out of here. I almost forgot. Predictions for the game. Kurt, what are we doing this weekend? Cowboys win. What's uh, the score? We'll win. We got to score 30, so I'll say uh, 30 to 20. They'll barely beat the spread. 30 to 20. Nate? No turnovers. We win. That's the only way we lose is we hurt ourselves. How many points they winning by? Drugs so full, baby. You could, you name it. Whatever drugs you need, <laughs> they got. All right? Jesse? Yeah, I got Cowboys 31, Giants 13. Woo! Mm-hmm. Thirty-one. Th- I like it. If it's a, this game cannot be close. This, I'm honest. This game cannot be close. This has to be a complete blowout in order for me to believe that this team is actually going to do something this year. Yep. I. You know what? This. This is it. This is the last week I'm putting faith in this team. I need. I need a statement game. This needs to be a statement game. They need to rally around these guys. They need to rally around these injuries that they're having. They need, they need to come together. They need to block out all this noise about the defense and all that crap that's going on. I need a statement game. I am going to say Cowboys 34, Giants 17. You know what? 34-21. I'm going to go Cowboys, but it's, wow. it's not even going to look that close. A lot of it's going to be trash time on the Giants' side. So I'm... I'm going to say we're ruining Jason Garrett's return to Dallas. I'm sorry, Coach Garrett. I like you, but we need this game, and we need to win it in commanding fashion. Fellas. Coach Garrett signs that visiting locker room next to Eli Manning's name. Uh, I am going to be pissed come Monday. (laughs) Just telling you. Fellas, Nate, Jesse, Kurt, Chris Beam, thank you guys so much. Hopefully we are back here in a good mood on Monday. With the Cowboys victory, we'll see you same time, same place on Monday. Same small shirt for Jesse. 
hanging with the boys. Being sexy ain't easy, baby. Uh, yeah, don't you know I know it? <laughs> DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys. Football. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!